Sunsplash to make sure I am the host. I am the DJ. Big up to select the princess. She's still in Jamaica doing something about some festival and some event. And I had to tell her I'm okay because I'm in Atlanta. And today my guest is Dale Elliott Jr. Walk on, bro. Walk on. You know, walk on, Jackie. You're traveling. Some people's eyes are dazzling. Let me see. Are we talking to the... Let's talk to the actor first. Dale. Yeah. Uh, being an actor, now an accomplished actor, how do you feel about the success of your career? You're doing all the things you want to do and everything's progressing, right? Um, Everything is a work in progress. And I'm thankful for what we reach so far. You know, we have a lot more to do as it relates to acting. You know, I did the lead role in Sprinter. I haven't did anything else to, to that scale mm -hmm. since then. But a lot can be attributed to that, you know, the pandemic. Um, moving to the States, because um, I moved from Jamaica after that movie, I moved directly to California. You know, pandemic basically take away two years out of everybody's life. <laughs> so things are back on track now as it relates to that. I am making um, comedic skits. I'm doing YouTube and now I'm doing stand-up comedy. So um, acting really did a lot. Mm -hmm. Got me to where I needed to be and, and it will take me further. I like it. I like it. Sprinter was coming of age. Sprinter was your your your, your real story, aka So the future yeah. should be young man Elliot. Yeah, the future now means a young man. When we did the sprinter, you know, five years ago, my little boy. Um, no, me learn a lot. Um, did a lot of things, changed a lot of environments, you know. Um, since then, recently I became a citizen. So, you know, move to America, I've figured things out. Um, now I am, you know, just more focusing on creating my own opportunities as it relates to um, filming, mm -hmm. comedy, social media, you know, just getting out there. Right. So as it relates to acting, acting, especially Sprinter, Sprinter did a lot. Sprinter did a lot. Very much. We love to hear that. We love to see it. It is a success story. For some reason, it blew so many people away. Not just acting, of course, the storyline. We had X amount of people who came in who are very, very well known in the acting realm that contributed to the success. Then you start touring around worlds, get to Canada. So the promotion of it was perfect. It's going to be hard to get better than Sprinter. Oh, no, it's not hard. It's not hard. I'm going to get better than that. I'm going to get past that. You know, people are going to just remember Sprinter as they. The catalyst, like the one we start everything, but that now gonna be all where people remember me for. Just like now, people remember me for social media, and now people know me for YouTube. Now people know me for comedy. So they like always be a household name, no matter what. Like Even it. tomorrow, if me decide to make a play chess, me gonna be best in a chess, and everybody gonna know Dale as the chess person. Yeah. I like it. Always progressing. Dale Elliott Jr. is here. Don't forget the junior people. Stop. Just remember the junior part. Dale Elliott Jr. is our <laughs> guest right here. He's going to be in Atlanta. And yes, transitioning from the actor to, let's just use the entire word comedian. Comedian and stand-up comedian. Do you have a belief that there's a difference or you are just a comedian? Um, There is a difference. Um, I am a comedian. I think, remember, there's a lot of comedy. Um, Not a lot of comedians do stand-up comedy. Yeah. And they're very funny so um is the is how you transition from normal comedy which is like on the phone 
you know, over the internet and to standing in front of people and getting them to laugh. It's totally different. Uh, it takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. and it takes a lot of hard work. And for some people, it comes natural. Some people, it takes a little bit of more extra energy to put out. But um, not all comedians can be stand-up comedians. That's what I think. Um, I believe that all stand-up comedians can be comedians. Mm -hmm. But the other way around is when things start to get a lot more difficult. Gotcha, gotcha. And you have to get your feet wet. You got to do crowd work. You got to do the small rooms, the Tuesday night. You got to do different communities, demographics. How has it been so far, a couple months, couple years of you now saying, all right, I, I really want to do this stand-up for real? So for, st for stand-up, I've been doing stand-up since um, I used to be doing it nobody not knowing because i live in la so i just visit you know laugh out loud right. laugh factory mm -hmm. just to you know get my feet wet see what see what works see what doesn't uh learn try to you know brush up on my american accent so when i'm in different crowds it's different and then as it relates to me doing it in the jamaican circuit mm -hmm. i've had a few successful shows i had a good show in south florida mm -hmm. um two weeks ago that did uh over a thousand people hartford uh Alfred had a good turnout. I think I did that. We did good in Brooklyn as well, and I did a thousand in Canada. So I've been, I, I've been, I've came. I, this is my second trip back to Atlanta because I sold out Atlanta in June, and now I'm back again. And according to the trajectory, this, this show will definitely sell out. I like it. There you go, ATL. I want to give people, yo, from every island and every nation in the Caribbean diaspora, everybody who supports the the, the, the the movement of being able to entertain an American audience, African-American audience, mm -hmm. and a Caribbean and an African audience, your content is being bridged on the word trauma. Why is it that your trauma is now the story for your stand-up tour? It's because of, I like the things that I did find like depressing or stuff that I never liked when I was younger. Um, when you get older, you start to realize that, yo, this was just a part of your life. Mm -hmm. And this is something that was needed, you know, um, discipline, um, timeliness, cleansiness. This is something that was needed. And I just find fun in making fun of the person that made all of this possible, which is my grandmother. So, so. Um, the mom's issue, the mothering issue, the, the, the feminine energy. Let's go a little deeper into that. As you said, it taught you a lot more discipline than you probably didn't expect. You thought you thought uncle and granny and grandpa was going to be the one. Yeah, but um, it, it's really... Growing up as a child, a person, you need people in you. You need people in your, in your surrounding mm -hmm. to, to take up certain responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, my grandparents was the one who took up the responsibility of raising me because you know a community raises a child right. so i have i got i get comedic inspiration from my uncles my aunts cousins but because of how i grew up between both grandparents yeah i got a chance to see the, the different sides of both worlds and at a certain age in my life which is like 15 16 that is when i was permanently with the disciplinarian grandmother yes which is the one that I keep making the skits about. Reference. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. The official title is Problem Child, The Bad Picnic Tour. So you never actually a problem 
child. No, I was definitely a problem. I was definitely a problem. There, there are, there are things that I don't speak about. I'm waiting on to get confirmation of the statute of limitations okay. for those things. <laughs> but, but I was definitely, I was definitely a problem. Um, the person I am today is definitely not the person I was on the trajectory to be mm-hmm. at the age of like 16, 17. So um, naming this the problem child and dedicating this specific part of my life to the changes that I went through nice. growing up is very important. And that's why I like comedy because I get the freedom to go and speak about my past, nice. speak about my present, and I can speak about my successes, my failures in ways and people will just understand and they will just like it. So can't stand up comedy He's able to articulate himself. He had a very good upbringing. Maybe it was hard. Maybe it was tough. And now this has contributed to your brand, your image, and that same discipline. You're not stop work. He has a podcast. He is writing. He can't stop work. So, so tell people again how to find you. Before we tell them where to go buy the tickets, tell them how to find you and support you. So I'm very easy to find. To find me is my name, Dale Elliott Jr. You just type my name in. You can find me on Instagram, Dale Elliott Jr., TikTok, Dale Elliott Jr., Twitter, Dale Elliott Jr., um, YouTube, Dale Elliott TV. That's where you can watch my podcast. And if you want to know a lot more about me in depth to keep up with my tickets, where I'm, where will I be next? Because it's a 10-city tour. So far, we've done three. Wait, no. Atlanta is going to be the third. Atlanta is the third this Sunday. And you can find the tickets on my website at dalelatjr.com. So across the board is Dale Elliott Jr. I like it. I like it. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard any of the clippings, you haven't seen anything about this tour, about his stand-up, it's not no like a 10 minutes. It's not no 15 minutes run on and off. He's he putting it in work. One hour. Them get proper show. Proper show. Proper openers. So, yeah, it's not the joke thing. And let the ladies know, because some might not know, but the ladies, there is some meet and greet trinkets. There are some VIP opportunities. So, oh, yeah, some, some, some VIP meet and greet tickets in which you will get to take photos, you know, probably have a little conversation here and there after the show. So, that's a special, um, is I think it's. I think it's like 15 or 20 dollars more but hey look at cheese look at cheese on top okay okay look at cheese right. so if you want to buy the tickets then buy the tickets at dalelliotjr.com but actually they are atlanta right now we soon go to Durga, run up and down we like the place you know it's sunny nice i'm good already i'm gonna know it's a nice looking environment i'm gonna know it again that's right nice parking everything is secure it's in a good part of town he picked a very good theater atlanta comedy theater salute to everybody Right before we let you go, it's about your image. It's about your brand. Some people saw Golden Crust and they said, no, nah, man, I'm not really a Golden Crust. I probably saw a little knockoff. So did you find Golden Crust? Did Golden Crust find you? How is that with your brand? So Golden Crust came on as a sponsor. Well, I, I um, had to make the proposal for them, but we have been working on um, one-off projects throughout the year. When they would have a new product, they would contact me. So repeatedly... After a while, I said, you know what? Let me let me pitch this idea to them. Mm-hmm. And then they, when I pitched it and they decided that, okay, we believe in you. We're going to go ahead and help you push it. So that's how Golden Cross has become the sponsor of this tour. There you go. He keeps his nose clean. He don't talk certain things unless it's on his own podcast to promote his own brand. Um, salute you for, again, your comments. And we're going to see you Sunday 
one show so far at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. My name is Dale Elliott. Some of you know me for the Mother Vice. Dale! Yeah, man. I'm going to be at Atlanta Comedy Theater this Sunday. Listen to me. We've been at the stand-up comedy for a while. This is actually my problem child, Bad Pitney Tour. Florida get a great show. Hartford get a great show. Brooklyn get a great show. Atlanta, I was here in June. I'm going to sell it out. So, forward again. This Sunday, Atlanta Comedy Theater, October 1st. And trust me, just like the title of the show, it's going to be a problem. Big up for yourself, I'm out.